beautiful people, and welcome to Growth Numics with K Monique, where we're causing exponential growth in every area of our lives. You guys, this topic hits home so deep for me. And as you know, there is no fluff on this channel, so I'm going to jump right into it. We're talking about fear. And not Fear Factor, which I'm sure plenty of you have seen Fear Factor, where people jumping in tanks with all kinds of craziness. Listen, they have every reason to be afraid. In fact, I personally would not do that because of fear. And I'm proud of it. You know, I'm proud of it. Um, we're going to approach certain topics such as what is the fear response? I know we talk about it, but it looks different with everybody. Why do we fear the unknown? Um, is the absence of fear truly bravery? I mean, honestly, is it truly bravery? Because I think culturally we're taught to be brave, to suck it up, to fear nothing. But the reality of it is we're a pretty fearful society in more ways than one. And we've been taught that for good reasons, for bad reasons. But nevertheless, we're going to approach it. We're going to talk about it today. And then, of course, I want to share my personal experiences with fear and then some of the people that I know have experienced fear during their individual growth process, but have managed to push through, succeed, and conquer. So first up, why is fear often our first response to the unknown? I think personally that when we don't understand a thing or we don't understand an occurrence, we tend to fall right as a victim of fear. That is a knee-jerk reaction. I think it's quite common. And according to Brene Brown, shout out to Brene Brown, fear arises when we need to respond quickly to physical or physiological danger that is present. Okay, so it's occurring now and is imminent or about to happen. So despite it obviously being a negative thing that puts us on high alert, it is thankfully short lasting if we are able to endure it. Now, me personally, my challenges with, for fear, it really came at an early age. I think it was a learned behavior by those around me. I had a grandmother who was oftentimes fear for her, fearful herself. And so that oftentimes would show up in my life and made it really hard for me to show up authentic. It made me oftentimes shudder away from difficulties or perceived difficulties. And so it would hold me back in more ways than one. Even if you're looking at my career or my personal life, or even as it pertains to my spiritual walk, a lot of times fear would creep in there because from a very early age, I was taught that the world is a scary place. People can hurt you. And so be very, very afraid. Now, we know that that oftentimes can be true depending on where you live in the world. And honestly, anywhere you live in the world, that can be true. And that response is merited under certain circumstances. 
But sometimes I believe fear kind of goes haywire. You know, it may live in our minds rent free and eat up all our snacks. <laughs> what I mean by snacks, all of those good things, those short lived good things that we really could take in and just enjoy. It takes that away from us. Am I right? Am I wrong? If you disagree, I'm fine with that. I'm a big girl and I'm not afraid of what you have to say. So listen, open up, be honest. I want to hear it. I want to know. So how do we recognize fear? So I read a little article um, by the medicalnewstoday.com and they talked about how fear affects us in two different ways in an article that they wrote about dissecting terror. One of those being in your body. So of course it shows up as increased heart rate, increased breathing rate, breath rate, tightening of the muscles, oftentimes resulting in what we describe as goosebumps. And then it also can show up in the mind, paralyzing us either from actually moving (laughs) um, or from just moving figuratively um, in our thinking as well. So a lot of times you may even experience rushing thoughts. Um, And according to BetterHelp.com, you may experience anxiety or worry or panic and all of those things are normal reactions to fear. We've oftentimes heard of the combination of fear responses, flight, fright, and freeze. You guys, let me know if I got that right because I'm talking off the dome here. But a lot of times you're either going to get the fighter, you're going to get the... One that's going to run, the one that's going to grit, and the one that's just going to Okay, I said it. I said it. They're going to freeze right where they are. Okay? And all of those are normal responses. But when it comes to individual growth, in knowing this, we do have to assess the reward, the greater reward. And remember, fear is a short-lasting emotion. Though it can be highly negative, it is short lasting. And if we push past that threshold of discomfort, a lot of times we'll see that that fear is a perceived fear and not even a real one. I love, I don't know who coined it, but there is a quote. It says, fear is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real and that strikes a chord with me because a lot of times when we're on a path of individual growth and we're being challenged with becoming more stepping out doing something that we otherwise would not have done or even as titled in this episode unexpected things happen people lose their jobs People fall ill. People are forced into decisions that in that moment, that threat is imminent. That threat is present. And it feels so real and it feels so life-threatening. But guess what, you guys? If you press past that, the reward is so much greater on the other side. I love how Brene Brown attacks courage and vulnerability in the face of fear she describes it as 
Um, being brave is feeling scared or awkward, but accepting those feelings and moving forward anyway. Man, that is that is awesome. She talks about how she spoke with leaders and military uh, men and firefighters and police officers, and they all talked about their moments of vulnerability and their moments of courage and bravery. And all of them said the same thing, which they felt fear, but they moved anyway. In fact, a piece of vulnerability is to be conscious enough of that fear, but brave enough to acknowledge it and share it with others and move on together. Man, that gives me hope. I don't know about you guys, but that gives me hope. That gives me peace in a time of uncertainty. It gives me peace in moments where I could crawl up in my bed, take a good nap, and just let life continue to happen to me. My aunt... I'm going to share this story. Hopefully she won't mind. But my aunt, shout out to Southern Girl Interiors. If you guys get a chance, go check her out on YouTube. She decided in the midst of a pandemic when literally everyone, when I say everyone, well, I'm not going to say everyone, but it felt like everyone was losing their job and their minds and their freedom all at the same time. She decided that she would walk away from the medical industry, which during that time, well, anytime, you know, there is job security when it comes to working in, in a medical facility, especially a hospital or some type of care facility. There is a lot of job security there, especially during a pandemic when everybody was in dire straits when it came to needing medical assistance, my aunt decided, you know what? I'm going to pack up and I'm going to pursue my dreams and I'm going to do what works best for me. And the first thing I thought when she initially told me was, um, okay. <laughs> All right, TT. That's what I call it, y'all. All right, TT. Go for it. You only have one life to live and who knows, this may lead you to a place worth going. And I oftentimes would ask her, how did she feel about that moment? Was she afraid? Was she excited? Was she nervous? And, you know, she said that she was all of those things. And I thought, man, my aunt at Dang there, 50 years old is deciding she's going to leave the security of her job during a time of insecurity and uncertainty and depression in the economy. She's deciding she's going to step out on faith. And I was so proud of her in that moment. And she was such an inspiration to me. She showed confidence in herself and her abilities to make it happen. She showed bullheadedness in pursuing her passion 
and leaving behind something that she knew for many, many years, she showed humility in saying that I really don't have it all together and I don't know how much this is really going to cost me, but I'm going to do it anyway. And she showed spirituality when she when she shared that she was going to trust God. And so when I think about my own fears of pursuing this podcast and pursuing YouTube and securing clients and affiliate deals, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, this is my plan A. There is no plan B. I hope this works. <laughs> I hope I don't regret this. I think about my aunt who just about six or eight months ago after two years of pursuing her goals in fear was thinking, you know, I'm going to go back and get a job. I'm going to go back and just work for someone else. I'm, I'm running out of money. I hope she don't mind me sharing that. I'm running, running low on money and I don't want to run out. So I'm just going to go get a job. And I just remember what I told her, which was unconvinced. (laughs) Unconvinced. I was unconvinced. I mean, she didn't really sell it all that well. So I wasn't really convinced that she was going to go get a job. In fact, I challenged her by saying, well, I hope you're getting a job in your industry, which is interior design. I mean, you... You're going to go work for Ashley Furniture or something like, no, we're not shrinking back in fear. You're not going back. You're going to, no, pursue. And, and she did and she pursued and literally months later, I don't even know how long it took. It may have only been about three or four months There was a chain of events that led to this person that led to that person that led to that person that now her business has taken another shift in the right direction where she's now making income, like reliable income, doing what she loved to do. Now, it's different. The approach is different than what she originally sought out to do. But her ability to do it anyway, afraid and all, Afraid that she's going to run out of money, afraid that it was going to be a flop, afraid that she was going to have to turn back and go back to a job that quite honestly was unfulfilling and not what she wanted. Afraid of looking foolish. She did it anyway. She did it anyway, scared and all. And now she's reaping the reward. It took two years. Well, three Well, two and a half, but she's seeing it. She's seeing the fruit of her dedication. So what does all this crap mean? Where am I getting at? Life comes with twists and turns. There are many reasons to be afraid and it's quite natural to have those feelings. Mind, body, and spirit is affected by fear and it be a lie. 
to not acknowledge it. It'd be a dishonor to who you are and how God created you to not honor those feelings within you. But it is what you choose to do with that fear during your path of individual growth that leads to who you want to be and what you want to have. And so I am going to encourage you all to fight the urge to shrink back in fear, to stare fear dead in the face and double dog dare you to stop you. I want you to encourage yourself and be bold, be very courageous because everything that you need is already in you. And if you can push past that threshold of discomfort, the reward is great. The reward is great. This is Growthnomics. I'm Kay Monique. I pray exponential growth in every area of your life. Signing off.